Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Integrative Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Matt Kaufman. And through this platform, I plan on seeking out guests that interest me, that I am curious about, and overall just living a more meaningful, purposeful life in hopes that you as listeners and I myself can grasp onto a little bit of their knowledge and integrate that into our daily lives. Are you having trouble losing weight? Do you get extreme food cravings, especially at night? What about the inability to lose weight even when you cut calories and do a lot of exercise? I know I fell into this category for pretty much most of my life. It's actually probably not even your fault. You most likely have what's called leptin resistance. Leptin is actually a hormone made by the fat cells that regulates food intake and energy expenditure by communicating with the brain. The more fat you have, the more negative leptin messages are actually being sent to your brain. This creates what's called leptin resistance and is going to sabotage all dieting efforts and causes food cravings even when you have enough fat stored. Introducing Zenith, this is an all-new, completely natural formula that gently decreases leptin levels to restore accurate communication between fat cells in the brain. Zenith contains zero harmful stimulants. It's made of all-natural polysaccharides and acetylated fatty acids, very safe for long-term weight loss plans, and it is made in the USA. In an eight-week, university-conducted, double-blind, placebo-controlled study, participants lost 21.3 pounds of fat, lost almost four inches off their waistline, and reduced serum leptin levels by 43%. So if you or someone you know, someone you really love is struggling with weight loss, head down to the show notes. I'll have a link there and a few videos where you can learn more information about Zenith. So listen, I've been experimenting with different types of minerals, especially magnesium, for the past five to six years. But I could never really find a product that I could feel the benefits that magnesium claimed to give. Magnesium is one of the most important minerals for all of human health. It participates in over 600 different biochemical reactions in the body, yet over 80% of the population is deficient. Magnesium deficiency can increase risk for all disease and greatly decrease optimal performance. That's why I like Bioptimizers. They use all seven forms of magnesium in a highly bioavailable form in their product Magnesium Breakthrough. Magnesium helps with stress, anxiety, sleep, immune function, detoxification, and so much more. If you want to try out this product, head over to Bioptimizers and use code INTEGRATIVETHOUGHTS10 to receive a 10% discount on their amazing product Mag Breakthrough. Today's guest is Dr. Panis Jasby. He has a new company called Therium, and the concept behind his new testing is metabolomics. And this is a concept that was kind of hard to wrap my monkey brain around. I was trying to study it beforehand, get a little grasp of what they're actually talking about, but it is a very in-depth and almost esoteric type of knowledge when we're actually speaking about this on the conversation. But I do think that you could potentially get a test and get a lot of valuable information without actually understanding every little detail of metabolomics. So what this Aristotle test is, it's a metabolomics test powered by gas chromatography and mass spectrometry. And the information that you'll get back from the test includes different things like individual metabolic profiles, some metabolite signatures, how these associated with enzymatic and pathway functions, lifestyle factors, genetic mutations, things like that. And I'm big on detox 
detoxification and different environmental exposures. And so they have an entire panel that is dedicated to how your metabolites will react when, say, you have mercury poisoning like I did. Or if you have radiation, maybe you work a job where you're around radiation quite a bit, maybe that'll pop up and maybe that'll explain some of the issues or symptoms that you're having. And the cool thing about this test is it gets delivered right to your home. Super simple instructions. It's just a finger prick. You send it in and within a couple days, you'll get the data on the metabolomics. And then they have a bunch of AI that is going to have a bunch of scientific data in there. If you're kind of nerd and you want to really understand where they're getting all of their information from. And then they have some action steps that you can take on the back end as well. They're not selling supplements or anything, but they're just giving recommendations. So Sit back, relax, enjoy this show all about metabolomics. It's a hard concept to grasp, but I do believe that this could be the future of testing. Beniz, welcome to the show. How's it going? Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. It's going uh, pretty well. I'm really glad to be with you on the podcast today and discuss a little bit about Ethereum and what we do. Yeah, it's it's a topic that uh, Micah brought to my attention from Simply03, who I'm cool with. And it's, you know, I've been studying health here for quite a while, and it's not really a topic that I've heard much about. So I was trying to gather some information, read your website, go through the podcasts and videos he sent me, trying to get a little bit of a grasp. It definitely sounds deep and probably took you a long time to get a good understanding on it. So we'll try to knock that out the best we can in this little hour episode. Um, So why don't you at least just tell us your background, how you got started into, into Ethereum? Yeah, so um, I guess, I mean, I don't want to go too far back in my uh, career, but um, while well, I was completing my doctoral program at uh, the College of Health Solutions here at Arizona State University, um, I began to notice that there were certain disparities in what we are able to do um, in the laboratory um, at you know research institutes like ASU um, and the kind of care and treatment um, that patients get um, in their clinic, their, their, their you know, um, family physician's office or, or healthcare network. And I noticed there was this disparity. And I noticed that we could do more than we offered people. So um, my idea was how can we synthesize and bring together um, recent discoveries in various fields, everything related to from analytical chemistry to physics to bioinformatics and statistics um, to technology itself and and bring all this together in a way that we can deploy incredibly advanced tools to uh, bring unprecedented and unparalleled insights to people in a very convenient, direct-to-consumer manner. And so the idea of Ethereum um, was something that started during my doctoral training. Um, and I founded it uh, with, with my co-founder, Dr. Alex Moore. And he's a microbiome specialist. And we founded this in our postdocs, in our fellowships here, um, sort of as a, as a means to realize that goal that we had in our doctoral programs, to address the gaps that we saw uh, for the past four years. And we thought, you know, your postdoc is a great time to, uh, it's a great period where you're sort of building research momentum and either, you know, um, transitioning into a tenure track role at a research university or you're parlaying that postdoc into a greater package at at an industry job. 
um, we thought it was a great time to use that sort of momentum that we were building to to found Ethereum. And um, it has become this amazing thing that we are, we are a part of. And uh, this product that we've developed, um, our first product is known as the Aristotle Test. It is a metabolomics panel that monitors 126 sentinel aqueous metabolites that are central to human physiology uh, and cellular functioning. And by monitoring these, um, we can give you know, a 10 times improvement over uh, the regular health tests, um, the, the, the normative health tests that your physicians deploy um, during what you would you know, have as your yearly visit. So the idea is to use advanced testing platforms, uh, advanced analytics to bring to you um, a direct-to-consumer dry blood spot test um, that yields 10 times more information um, than, um, you know, the, the health information you're used to receiving. That's amazing. And I, before we get into... Yeah, the, there's a lot uh, there. <laughs> there's a lot there. And before, but before we really uh, transition into metabolomics, I kind of wanted to pick your brain on... Where do you see the limitations of like blood testing or just like kind of modern testing that we get at our standard doctor when we just go in and tell them we're having fatigue or whatever and they just run like a simple blood panel or even a functional lab who runs a more extensive blood panel? What are the limitations with that? Uh, the limitations with that are usually um, the quantity and quality of analysis. So when you go to your physician's office and they run um, – complete blood panel, you might get um, like 19 parameters uh, returned on your blood. And those will vary from, you know, lipoproteins to liver enzymes um, to hemoglobin A1C. Um, and when you return um, to, you know, get more advanced testing, you might get amino acids panel, you might get an organic acid test in OAT. And these um, are still in number far less than what we offer with the Aristotle test. So that's the, the quantity of it. We, we see more things. Um, the, the quality aspect comes from the fact that um, our data analysis is done using um, a Bayesian AI that has been trained on the most recent scientific data, um, curated um, and manually in both, you know, <laughs> scraped via AI and manually curated to to compile this enormous um, database uh, of functional knowledge that we have, Ethereum. Um, and again, that comes from noticing this discrepancy in graduate school between what we know in the science and what is translated. And usually that bar of approval for translation um, is erroneous. And there are so many things that have been proven um, at the cellular, animal, and in, and in human levels that can be directly translated in a relevant way um, to provide interventions or, or, or diagnostic information um, to our customers. And what we've done essentially is, is compile this database, leverage it with our Bayesian AI, as well as the patient demographics and clinical data that they provide us. So we are able to not only analyze more, but analyze that data um, using very advanced methods within the context of that customer's life including things such as their potential exposure to, you know, environmental toxins or, or family histories of diseases, um, the medications they're taking, so on and so forth, um, diet, nutrition, um, those relevant factors um, in conjunction with what we've gleaned from the literature provide us an incredibly tailored and personalized approach 
to addressing our customers' healthcare problems, one that is deeply rooted in, in academic scientific research um, and yet uh, aimed squarely at the customer. And this is a test that you know can be done at home. Um, the results can be retrieved at home. You can schedule a consulting session with one of our healthcare providers. We have MDs, we have RDs, we have PhDs, um, and you can consult at home. This is a very convenient means of um, tapping into um, the deepest levels of your molecular systems. And keep in mind, this is one test. We're also developing additional tests for systems levels, such as the BioMe test, which will be um, our upcoming long read 16S test um, using a very convenient at home stool wipe. In addition to that, we will add um, levels such as uh, an LC tandem mass spec uh, assay for proteomics, um, which at that point we will start obviating the need for traditional blood panels from your physician. Since once we get to the proteomics using uh, a, a new platform of mass spec, a tandem mass spec platform with liquid chromatography, we'll be able to separate and analyze um, most of the parameters that are relevant to your um, physician's blood testing as well. So we aim to be this sort of um, data and information systems uh, monolith in the field whereby um, we can cater to your personalized needs, offer the most advanced um, health testing platforms, as well as the most advanced analysis and results reporting. Uh, pretty soon we'll be launching our um, app, so you'll be able to download it via the Apple Store and interact with your results, as well as our um, healthcare team, health and si healthcare and science team, um, via your phone or any sort of connected device. So the idea is to give you the most information in the most convenient way possible. Yeah, I like the sounds of that. And I mean, you don't know this about me, but I've been through the ringer with health issues and that Lyme disease and, and, you know, heavy metals and all the things. And I, you know, my lab, because I was eating really clean and I was doing yoga and I was in the sauna that, you know, my, my blood work would, they would say would look pretty normal. You know, I wouldn't have much to see on there. And even though I feel like I was half dead. So I'm wondering, had I had a test like this, that could have been sent to my house in the very beginning very easy, not spending money on this functional practitioner and the test they want, and then not really getting results and going to another one and then another one. You know, I probably went through the ringer about four or five of them till I ended up out at Dr. Minkoff and got some decent results out there. Um, I wonder what I could have seen maybe by using metabolomics. So why don't you kind of um, try to explain metabolomics? Like, what are you measuring here? So I know I know you mentioned like you're you're measuring a lot more, but like what is it actually measuring, and how can you tell if someone has environmental toxicity or early stage of disease, anything like that? Yeah, that is um, a, a super great question, uh, and and one that you know comes up uh, again and again and again and again. And <laughs> the idea, and it's so and it's so it's so applicable to conditions that affect us because. Some conditions, and, and, and we're going to talk about what metabolomics is and why conditions such as the ones you were going through that are sort of vague, ambiguous, hard to test for. Why would, why would the metabolome be the ideal level of systems biology to test? So we're all familiar with genomics, right? At this point, I think we all understand that the genome is the complete set of DNA instructions, right? Now, that genome, that nuclear DNA is often um, uh, transcribed. Um, it's transcribed to RNA, 
right? And that RNA is um, sort of the coding mechanism for um, what is going to be expressed. So RNA expression is, is, is important. It has some functional relevance. Um, many RNAs have functions on their own, but most RNAs are, are transcribed because um, they're going to be translated into proteins. Now, DNA expression goes through RNA. So when we talk about the genome, we're talking about the DNA. When we talk about the transcriptome, we're talking about all that parts of the DNA that gets expressed. Now, because of certain epigenetic factors, not all of DNA is going to get expressed, whether that's you know, methylation, whether that's histone modification, or whether that's interference from uh, non-coding RNAs. Epigenetics as a whole will sort of affect how much of that DNA is transcribed into RNA, how much of that genome is transcribed to the transcriptome. Now, when you get to the transcriptome, then you go um, translate and, and express proteins. You, you, you translate the RNA and each one expresses a protein. And that's how we think of it, right? And um, that itself is, a, is another level of expression. Then you have the proteome. Now, all of these levels also interact with um, uh, uh, the metabolome. The metabolome sits lowest of all of these, beneath the proteome, beneath the transcriptome, beneath the genome. And in the hierarchy of systems biology, it's nearest to the phenotype, which is especially attractive when you consider that it's also nearest to the environment. So it sits at the intersection between the genes and the environments. It is quite literally the most sensitive and attractive level to test if you're looking to test for gene-environment interactions. That is really appealing now because most diseases, especially what we call, you know, uh, the four horsemen, which is, you know, cardiovascular disease, cancers, um, neurodegenerative diseases, and, and metabolic diseases. These are, these are essentially the four horsemen, and they're all heterogeneous disorders, meaning that they're all some sort of complex mixture of genomic and environmental factors. That gene-environment interaction is, is truly the cause of most conditions that, uh, that contribute to human morbidity and mortality. Most conditions are not like, let's say, um, Huntington's, where the gene has you know, incredible penetrance and a person who has that gene necessarily will develop and most likely die of Huntington's. Um, that is very few diseases. Um, and most of what we consider threats to our health are not Huntington's. They're not genetic disorders. They're genomic disorders or they're, you know, heterogeneous disorders that are, you know, etiologies lie in that intersection of the gene and the environment, which is the metabolome. So the metabolome is very sensitive and it can serve as an early predictor of metabolic alterations. We test essentially, and that's what metabolomics is, is the study of the metabolome, is the study of the complete set of metabolites that are consumed, expressed, or in some ways synthesized um, by your um, biology and its interactions with its environment. Um, and there's another level that we, we haven't talked about yet, of course, is the microbiome, which is this 30-pound commensal organ that lives in us, on us, um, and it interacts with all of our levels of systems biology from the genome down to the proteome. And they themselves have their own systems levels. And it's this very complex interaction that we are aiming to, for the first time, really compile and study uh, in a detailed, organized, systematic way. And we do that actually by health testing. Um, that is the sort of foundation for this growing body of knowledge. Uh, why is it really important? Because with the, the conditions you were describing, like heavy metal toxicity, 
Lyme disease. These are very heterogeneous disorders. They have very subtle but similar changes from homeostasis. So when you compare it to, um, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, uh, disorders that are in that space that would be sort of uh, hard to differentiate between, um, we would potentially be able to, uh, in our disease signature panel, uh, find that signature for Lyme disease or heavy metal toxicity. Currently, um, I believe Lyme disease is in our panel, but um, for things like heavy metal toxicity, while we can't look at it directly, we can get an oblique sense of what is going on. We have, you know, more than half a dozen uh, metabolites in our panel that speak directly to environmental toxicity. And, and we have a, a, an index. We have uh, 12 health indices that, you know, range from neurocognitive score, liver health, cardiovascular score, aging index, mitochondrial health. And one of them uh, is an environmental toxin exposure score. I know one metabolite that we have in there is taurine. And this amino acid is involved in various detoxification processes, including bile acid conjugation, which helps eliminate certain toxins from the body. We also have glutathione. And this molecule is an antioxidant that plays a key role in the detoxification of harmful substances in the liver, including environmental toxins. And so reduced levels could suggest increased oxidative stress, potentially due to toxin exposure. We have a panel of three metabolites in that, in that toxin exposure index um, that are analyzed um, using a lasso regression. Those are cysteine, cysteine, methionine. These sulfur-containing amino acids are involved in the synthesis of glutathione and other molecules necessary for detox detoxification pathways. We also have adenine, adenosine, inosine, and guanosine. And these purine metabolites play a role in cellular energy production and repair uh, processes. So disruption in their levels might indicate cellular stress or damage potentially due to toxin, toxin exposure. We also have uric acid. And so elevated uric acid can indicate oxidative stress in the body, which could be due to environmental toxin exposure. And then finally, we have malic acid, fumaric acid, succinic acid, and citric acid. And these components of the Krebs cycle, also known as the citric acid cycle, these are essential for energy uh, and cellular production of energy. So disruptions in these metabolites might indicate mitochondrial stress, which again, could be response to toxic exposure. And as you can see, by analyzing these six different um, known pathway level associations um, that are related to environmental toxins, we're able to get an incredibly holistic and much more comprehensive view of that. And so if you had a very low toxin exposure score, that would you know, immediately be a red flag um, as to things you should uh, consider um, and, and, and something that would need your attention. And in our report, of course, we, we take a lot of survey data from our, from our customers so that we can better contextualize um, you know, their health scores. And so we might be able to um, match your metabolite profile with some of the demographic information you provided and, and provide really specific um, suggestions as to what you should do um, to lower your environmental toxin exposure score. Maybe that could mean from, um, you know, we detected that you live next to a, a Supervan site, or um, it could be something that, you know, from your, from your zip code, we detected you live next to a Superfund site, or it could be something that we saw, hey, you have um, certain metabolites that are known to be related to um, very processed um, cosmetics. And so um, please switch your cosmetics and house cleaning products to more organic substances or something like that. So we've had reports that have um, really been informative for our customers and especially the environmental toxin exposure index um, has been a wake, up, a wake up call for a lot of people, it seems. 
Yeah, that's incredible. So let me try to run this back and see if I if I'm uh, analyzing this correctly. So it sounds like there's a metabolomic score that will um, inherently tell you like, hey, you might have this uh, toxicity, mercury, lime, something like that, which is interesting because I did talk to Ian Mitchell this weekend and he said that he did a metabolomics and he had radiation in that. I mean, for him, that's right on par, right? The wizard scientist <laughs> in the lab. And so that kind of got my gears turning. I was like, okay, maybe it is pretty specific and there is ways to tell, but then, so say, you know, say mine, I had mercury toxicity. So say that pulled up when I took a test, but then you're also kind of cross-referencing with some of these glutathione levels or taurine, other detoxification things that can be slowed down, um, due to the environmental toxicity, you know, as the toxicity gets higher, a lot of your levels on glutathione and other things that you need to shuttle those out tend to get tainted or they're kind of lower. That's why people do well with like glutathione uh, suppositories and different supplementation and things like that when they're trying to detox. So it sounds like you got the metabolomic that kind of steer you in the right direction, but there's also these other panels like glutathione and things like that you can look at to help you kind of cross-reference and put it all together and say, okay, now now we're are looking more at a environmental exposure, right or wrong? Uh, partially <laughs> right. Partially okay. right. all right, but not. You, you missed a couple things that could have made it more complete. So we. So I, I just want to clear up that that things like taurine and glutathione, they're not additional panels. These these are metabolites, and these okay. are a part of our 126 monitored metabolites with gas chromatography and mass spectrometry. So that's the platform we use called <laughs> GCMS. Um, I wish I could say it was super innovative. It's more than 50 years old. Um, oh, wow. Actually, the, the style of, I mean, it's older than that. GCMS is older than that. Um, but the style of our analysis is about 50 years old. And um, we are not doing anything that hasn't been already you know, rolled out in academia and research and in clinical mass spectrometry labs. Um, what we are doing is sort of offering that platform and turning its power um, and at the discretion of the end user. Um, now, so so all of these metabolites that I've listed just now for the environmental toxin exposure index, they're all part of the 126. We monitor 126 and we report 126. Now, what we also do is report, uh, we multiplex them essentially. So our environmental toxin exposure index, like I said, has um, six different um weights and each of those weights are between um, one to four metabolites long. Our mutational load index has adenine, guanosine, inosine, adenosine, again, taurine and glutathione, and they're roped into one, um, one algorithmic weight by themselves. So we have certain uh, calculations that you know, are, of course, informed by um, studies that have been uh, performed and models that have been validated for FIT. And each one of these, each index has different combinations of those 126. But we monitor all 126 and each one actually means something. And if you go through your report, you will see the level of your metabolite, normal levels, and then also a little general description of the metabolite, usually related to when it was first discovered or synthesized in the laboratory and, and its structure. And then we give a little blurb about the implications of low levels, and you can check yourself if yours is low between, you have the ranges, you have your level and you have the ranges, and you can check if it's low. And it gives you an information and it says, this is the implication of low levels. This has been associated with XYZ. These are the implications of high levels, XYZ. And what we've done is in addition to those 
individual one-by-one um, results that you can go for each metabolite. We have constructed a summary page of 12 health indices, 12 algorithms of those 126 that have been combined and weighted uh, with various different errors included um, to produce a score for you that is then normalized on out of one to 10. And we give you this, this score for you on a one to 10 very from, you know, one being poor, five being neutral and 10 being optimal for the aging index, the mitochondrial score and each indices is itself um, a algorithm that is compiled of various metabolites of that 126, not all of them. Um, uh, but they're all different. They're all weighted differently. They're all different calculations but they're based on that 126. Now, what we also offer is a disease signature report. This is in no means a diagnosis. But what we do is we say, you know, phenylketonuria. You have 10 metabolites that are associated with phenylketonuria. Of those 10, you had changes in seven of them, typical of people with PKU. So you have a 70% match, right? And then you have a confidence score. And that confidence score is a confidence in our analytical validity. We never report a result in which we have less than 95% confidence. And the goal is to always show that you have, you know, a 70% match with BKU, confidence of 96%, you know, schizophrenia, there's 26 metabolites and you have um, seven of them matched um, in, you know, the same sort of profile. Your matches are, you know, a little bit over 33%. And this is the confidence we have in it, 98%. And, and we cite everything that we show to our customers. So on average, depending on your results, depending on the recommendations we may give, um, everything is cited. So on average, our customers receive um, you know, links to between 200 and 500 scientific studies, all of which have informed the calculation of their scores and the recommendations that we've offered. Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Integrative Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kaufman. And through this platform, I plan on seeking out guests that interest me, that I am curious about, and overall just living a more meaningful, purposeful life in hopes that you as listeners and I myself can grasp onto a little bit of their knowledge and integrate that into our daily lives. So that, yeah, it sounds like it's a massive amount of data by the time you get all the studies, if you want to look through to back it up, then, so what, if, if you find that you don't have a really high, uh, like assurance rate on whether or not, you know, you can get over that 95%, is that just left out of the test? Basically, you only want to show people if it's over a 95% that you're certain that it's a match. So exactly for the disease signatures, um, and 95% is, is really our uh, confidence and and what we what do we mean by confidence is actually a statistical measure what it is is actually a calculation of one minus alpha alpha is your um rate of type one error so the rate at which you say something is true that is not right it is your false positive rate and we want to make sure that our alpha is at least 95 percent so that 95 percent of the time we're right and, and only there's about five percent where we say there could be something and there isn't. Now, when you are using a health test like the Aristotle for what we call medicine 3.0, where we're no longer responding to 
illness, where we're no longer treating symptoms, but actually engaging in a proactive effort to maintain health, medicine 3.0. When you're engaging in something like that, you want to have, uh, all, all tests are going to be skewed either toward false positives or false negatives. One way or the other, they will have a bias. That testing bias, when you're looking for what we're doing, this is that medicine 3.0, you want it to be skewed towards false positives such that you are at least flagging things more proactively. Worst case scenario, you check up on it, you follow up on it, and it's nothing. It's better to have that than to um, miss potentially something and, and have it come up later as a, as a more serious issue. And, and that's the way um, pathology works, right? It's incredibly insidious. And so what we have developed is, is uh, a means of extracting from a few drops of blood, given our very advanced uh, detection platform, GC mass spec, which I'm very happy to talk more about, and extract with incredible sensitivity levels of 126 central metabolites. And we can construct them using the literature and our own research. We are ourselves you know, scientists at a mm -hmm. research university to construct an incredibly informative and actionable bioinformatics pipeline that gets meaningful results to our customers. So that is that is the goal is, and, and, and we are at the intersection of, of industry and academia. And a lot of these entities in this space that are doing health testing um, aren't. Um, and that is something that we pride ourselves on. And, and that is something that we feel we're uniquely positioned to do uh, as scientists is to bring those results and those um, that wealth of data that we've accumulated and bring it through the translational pipeline and deliver it to people. Um, because medicine is incomplete. Our healthcare providers are ill-equipped to handle this, you know, this amazing task that they've been assigned with, which is human health. And our goal at Ethereum is to accelerate um, the, the knowledge transfer process and get tools and interventions and, and research results in silico and cross-sectional as much as we can to inform better testing uh, and better practice. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I wanted to get into as well, um, why is it super important to catch some of these diseases at an earlier state as opposed to when you're in your typical doctor and you're just doing a checkup and something's already in stage four? Like what, what's the benefits in catching it at an earlier stage? There's, there's myriad benefits. The number one benefit, of course, is access to enhanced treatment options. The options that are available to your disposable when, let's say, something is a stage one cancer or when you have, you know, high pathology for Alzheimer's, but you have no symptoms. There are more opportunities and more therapeutic targets available at our disposal when that pathology is at an earlier stage. So enhanced treatment uh, options are, of course, the number one reason why you'd want to um, catch something early. Um, as opposed to that, um, you get better disease monitoring as well. So not only can you catch it early, but um, we can give you the tools to keep monitoring it in a recurring fashion um, and, and do so in a really convenient and, and hassle-free way. Uh, what we also feel like is important is that we're going to go beyond just catching it, but we want to go get to a point where we're all optimizing 
our health scores, where we're all optimizing our liver and cardiovascular and gut health scores. We, we, you know, um, had a customer, we, we saw their, you know, health and disease. We saw some of their reported diet and we were able to <laughs> prescribe them to eat, uh, garlic, turmeric, and, um, honey, um, in, in certain amounts for a couple of weeks. And they did that. And eight weeks later, they retested and their gut health score went from a two to an eight. Um, and so we, we provide people with not just a disease monitoring sort of where we're trying to sort of always be behind the ball. We want to get ahead of the ball. We want to get ahead of the curve and not just monitor the diseases, but optimize um, our system's biology. Uh, and that's what I think um, Ethereum and that's our mission is to provide you um, this objective barometer and help you live a better life, not just a disease for your life, but a better life through the power of science. Yeah, you actually just touched on something that I wanted to get into because I was kind of talking with Micah about this over the weekend is like from a, just like a uh patient standpoint i order it we'll talk about how we actually perform the tests later but like if i order the test okay i get my metabolomics back i'm looking at everything now do i get a supplementation plan a diet plan lifestyle changes like what's the report do as of now i know he said as you get more people through the program the ai will update and like this that kind of stuff will get more advanced over the next how many ever years but like as of right now like am i getting a supplementation protocol a detox protocol what does it look like no no you you aren't getting necessarily a protocol what you are getting is um health recommendations um and of course these health recommendations should be conducted um, with the supervision of your own healthcare provider or one of ours, which you, you make a uh, contract. <clears throat> what we do is give, like I said, instructions of eat, you know, 50 grams of you know, onions, honey, and uh, turmeric. Or sorry, it was, it was, yeah, onions, honey, and turmeric for, um, yeah, uh, you know, two weeks. Um, we can give very specific instructions as to it seems you would benefit from CoQ10 supplementation. We have given um, instructions such as you have um, lots of metabolites related to, we, we can test for glycolic acid and other uh, metabolites downstream of glycolic acid. It's a, it's a really um, prominent metabolite and chemical that's put into beauty supplies. So we have been able to say, hey, I would check your beauty supplies because it is the most probable route that this ends up in our system. It's not really in anything else um, unless you're eating a ton of like, like, you know, sprayed fruit from the market and, <laughs> and you're not washing it. But usually it's through beauty products. And usually we see it in our, in our female customers. And so um, we can say, hey, it looks like you got a lot of glycolic acid. Um, I would, you know, either switch to more natural beauty products or um, use less. We have been able to say for some of our clients, you have a lot of genetic mutations and we're not testing the genome, right? But the metabolome, because it is downstream of the genome, we can have a lot of predicted functional analysis that can point out almost 4,600 different SNPs or single nucleotide polymorphisms, which are the most common type of mutation. And we can, that's how we calculate our mutational load. We can say, we have a lot of SNPs that are related to cancers. And I would follow up um, regularly with a, with a physician to check for them. Um, those are the types of things we can say um, for now. As we grow 
you know, our customer base, as we grow our data systems and um, we train our AI on more instances. Right now we're training it on here are, are, you know, metadata that have been mined from publicly available studies. Here are our own data from our own studies and our own uh, research. And we can train it on that, but that it's, it's going to be less bespoke as ultimately we plan it will be when we start accumulating a critical mass of customer data. And with that data, as we're accumulating information on the customer, we're associating it with the changes we see in the metabolome, in the microbiome, proteome, et cetera. And we're able to then give you better recommendations based on what associations and what um, our data are telling us is the best. So given what other people have done and what we've seen has moved the needle on certain indices, we're able to give you more bespoke recommendations. But as of now, although some of the uh, recommendations may seem vague uh, or a little too innocuous, like make sure you're getting enough sleep, that could be because we're seeing a lot of you know, metabolites related to uh, uh, neurological debris that isn't getting, you know, maybe cleared, for instance. Uh, so sleep could be a, a viable recommendation. And sometimes it's very specific, such as we see you're using health products with a lot of glycolic acid, stop doing that. Or, you know, CoQ10 en uh, enzyme uh, uh, supplementation. So it, it, sometimes it's granular and it's getting to be more granular. And sometimes it's, um, you know, incorporate more cruciferous vegetables in your diet, which is always a good <laughs> uh, <laughs> recommendation. So that that is probably what Michael was was referring to is as the AI grows, we'll be able to offer more bespoke recommendations, specific interventions, specific protocols. Um, and that will uh, be what the promise of personalized medicine should be. Yeah, no, that's great. And honestly, you know, the protocols, one thing I think on it, actually some of the people may just need to hear like you know they probably follow some health accounts on instagram they know that their beauty products are toxic but they just don't give them up or it's more expensive to change out but if they get a test like this and it shows specifically this you know substance that's used in their hair products or their beauty products then you know sometimes that's what humans need a lot of times they need a, like a little wake-up call and a little bit of data right in their face it's like a lot of times you can do some health protocols based off symptoms but people don't want to make the change unless they can see kind of like something like I like to use hair tests and you can see like the mineral patterns move or you can see the heavy metals get shifted out on some of those. And people like those because it gives them data, gives them something to look forward to or just something to at least to kind of validate what the practitioner is talking about. Because as humans, we just kind of think, well, we're all good. Let's keep pushing. I'm all right for now. But, you know, when you get a nice test like this, it's easy to use. It'll give them a little wake up call. Yeah, for sure. And, and this is something that, you know, you touched on earlier, um, is just people need to see it, that they need that data. And I remember when the first, you know, sort of continuous glucose monitors were coming out, the ones that were just a few credit cards thin, when they first started developing, well, you can't get them. You couldn't get them here. I'm not sure if you can now, but um, people were ordering them from Europe and they were attaching them and, and they had that, you know, app and they would see you know, such a massive glycemic response over the meals they were eating that, you know, bef while before they would probably eat that and think this is, you know, going to be fine, they were realizing that it was, you know, a real shock to their metabolism and that their their bodies were in, in 
in all respects, as far as, you know, scientific metrics, we're, we're struggling to deal with that glycemic load. And it really changed uh, eating patterns for a lot of those people. And then you've got the other camp and they're, they're a smaller camp, but they're the camp <laughs> that like, I feel a certain way. I want to do something and see how it feels. And yeah, that sort of personal empiricism works for a lot of people. Um, we're not offering necessarily treatments. Our, our goal is to give you the most reliable healthcare monitoring. We're not selling you a test with our left hand, selling you supplements with our right. We are only selling you um, access to your own health information and, and, and at a level and granular detail well beyond anything that is currently not reserved for CEOs of Fortune 500 companies or dictators. <laughs> so you are, it is the essentially, the, it is the sort of CEO package that we are um, sort of executive healthcare plan that we are aiming to bring to consumers via Ethereum and, and give them power and access and autonomy and control and transparency over that data. Yeah, I get that. And I see, I mean, it could be conflicting to some people if you are running a test on one hand and then also you have like a supplement company where you're like, and take these supplements and we're making more money on the back end, which I really don't see a problem with. I think if there's like a problem and you have the solution, it's good. But I think some people find that as like sales mini or whatever. So maybe it's good that you just stick to the metabolomics and the testing and then you can work with one of your providers or your own provider or whatever and figure out like a uh, some type of plan or lifestyle change or sleep habit change, whatever that may be that the test indicates that you need. So that might be a good route for you guys, honestly. Yeah, that's something that that we've, you know, my co-founder and I have always discussed is maintaining the sort of analytical integrity of what we do. Our goal is to essentially create the human atlas. If we have 30,000 active users and we have genomic, transcriptomic, proteomic, microbiomic, metabolomic data on them. And many of those tests we have, you know, serial samples from so longitudinal data across time. And we also have collected a wealth of metadata and demographic information to um, serve as, as, you know, um, uh, adjusting variables for that data. Then we have essentially created what we would call what we have been calling the human Atlas. And, um, that sort of body of knowledge would, for the first time, allow us to answer uh, the most pressing scientific and medical questions. And if not answer them, then at least um, suggest incredibly detailed studies at the molecular level, mechanistic studies that could confirm or deny what we would see as associations in our data. Um, and, and that atlas would really drive a vertical advancement in science and medicine. And ultimately, that is the goal of Ethereum. It is to, of course, um, you know, we, we make profit on our testing services. We have developed incredibly advanced testing platform, incredibly advanced bioanalytics platform, and they're in the stages of developing the f first of its kind um, uh, data system storage uh, platform. And so we, we are innovating on multiple fronts. And, and, and you know, we are making money off of that. Um, what is more important to us, though, is the scientific research um, and advancing patient care, which is what this data should be used for. It is what this data must be leveraged for um, if we are going to see the, the promise of 
personalized medicine realized. And that is why we focus on the marriage between advanced bioinformatics, Bayesian artificial intelligence, coupled with advanced laboratory um, testing platforms, such as mass spectrometry or next generation sequencing. Yeah, I mean, all that sounds great. And I want to get into kind of how it works. It seems super easy from the videos that I've watched. It's basically you just order the test online, right? And then it comes home. So why don't you walk us through like how much the test costs and how easy it is to kind of just do at home? Right. So the test is currently running for $830. Um, if you do use uh, a code, which I'll, I'll share with you, uh, test me, uh, no space, just one word, test me. If you use test me, you will get um, $331 off. So the test will cost $499. Um, and that is just a limited promotion we're running for the next few weeks until we um, shore up a few other things. What happens is you order your test, you get a uh, shipping confirmation when it goes out. Um, we ship um, usually next day and you receive your, your package, at least in, in, if you're ordering within the States, a few days from then. Some of our international customers takes maybe a week. You get your package and you unpack your dry blood spot test. Um, when you open up the package, you'll see some um, graphical instructions that show with graphics how to take the dry blood spot test. Um, you'll take the components out of the testing kit. Uh, inside that testing kit, you'll see some text instructions to accompany you, um, as well as a QR code you can scan to look up our YouTube video um, to see how this uh, uh, testing procedure works. Um, sorry if you hear the banging sound, they're literally breaking up concrete outside of our research. Building. So <laughs> downtown Phoenix, it's, it's crazy here. So what, the, what you do is you, you take the safety uh, lancet um, and first you will wipe your finger with an alcohol wipe. You'll take the safety lancet, you'll prick your finger, and you'll drop a few drops of blood onto our proprietary filter paper. And on that filter paper, we've um, demarcated with two dashed circles um, where you should place and fill up your dry blood sample. And it's very straightforward, intuitive. Most people figure it out without looking at the instructions, but they're there in case you need them. You put your two um, dry blood uh, your two your two blood spots on the card. You let it dry for uh, I believe two hours, as the um, instructions say, and then you will put that in the um, biohazardous aluminum foil bag with a, a desiccant pouch inside of it that will maintain metabolite integrity for up to two months. So it will definitely get to our lab and be processed by then. Uh, depending on how fast you um, receive, take, and send back your kit. Your, your results in that aluminum bag, um, you could be looking at, you know, a turnaround time of less than a couple of weeks. Um, uh, when we receive your sample uh, in our lab, it takes uh, roughly 72 hours to process your sample and report your results and generate your report to you. Um, what we do is we first take your dry blood spot sample and we punch out a very precise amount of that sample using our biopsy punch. We then take that dry blood spot sample and we homogenize it in our um, chemical solvents. And then we extract the aqueous layer from um, uh, that uh, uh, chemical solvent. Um, we then sonicate that to make sure that any metabolites that are still bound to that paper matrix are released um, from that paper matrix. And then we centrifuge to separate the solid and liquid phases. We take that liquid phase, 
we will essentially dry the metabolites and then derivatize them to volatilize them for um, analysis with gas chromatography. And, and gas chromatography of GC is a type of chemical analysis that requires um, um, the analysis of volatile compounds. So that's why the chemical derivatization process is there. And then we have chromatography mass spectrometry that is a, capable of detecting um, metabolites at the, you know, picomolar or sometimes even femtomolar levels. So very, very low levels can even be detected and has a very wide um, dynamic range. So it provides an ideal uh, platform for enhanced ses uh, sensitivity. And because we're using chromatography coupled to mass spectrometry, we're able to separate our metabolites along two dimensions. The first being retention time, um, or the time it takes those metabolites to chemically interact with, dissociate, and elute from the column, as well as the mass to charge, which is the you know, sort of molecular weight of the fragments we see on the mass spectrum. By combining these two sort of uh, different separation techniques and separating them twice, we're able to get incredible sensitivity and confidence that what we're seeing is the metabolite of interest. So because of uh, uh, the, the sensitivity and specificity of the platform, we're able to give unparalleled accuracy and depth of information because these are not platforms that are, keep in mind, Matthew, these are not platforms that are used in doctor's offices, in healthcare systems, usually. Uh, I know that, for instance, the Mayo Clinic has a mass spectrometry core, but that is not to be expected in most healthcare settings. There's a very, usually it's very large pieces of equipment that take up considerable footprint. They also require highly advanced people to run them, such as, you know, PhDs, such as myself. Uh, and so it's not necessarily a platform that is readily deployed and only in, you know, sort of the most advanced healthcare settings will you find a mass spectrometry core or a clinical mass spectrometry lab. Uh, and that's what we do. Yeah, I love it. And it's, um, seems super simple. I feel like even someone like my mom, like she's just like, we'll never see a doctor. I feel like I could probably get this into her house and get, get a blood prick. She's just kind of old West Virginia, you know, just kind of stubborn. She's getting older, smoked her whole life and still doesn't care to go see a doctor. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever even going to be able to get her to see a doctor. But I was telling Micah, maybe I could ship her over one of these one day and just like get, you know, see what kind of data we can get a result off a couple finger pricks. Because I don't think she's ever going to go in and maybe we can detect some early. I wanted to know also like, so say some, how often, like I, I would imagine like someone, if I'm like healthy, I'm biohacking, I'm sauning, I'm taking all the supplements. Mine might be a little basic, not too much to see. I mean, potentially still could be something there, but like, you know, would you retest yearly to try and to, to kind of optimize? And then if you had like something more chronic, like the gut thing you were talking about, maybe test more frequently to see if some of these metabolites shift, like how does that work? So if you are trying to treat so if you're using it for regular health monitoring um i would suggest one to three times a year that would probably be um you know we've had customers that have ordered four so far um they've come like four is the most any customer has ordered we've had a, we've had a handful who, who have ordered up to four um and i from what i understand those customers are biohackers and so they are they are putting interventions in and out on a regular basis, and they want to get, you know, direct snapshots of those dynamic changes in a sequential, 
easy to use, convenient manner. And so the Aristotle is the ideal platform for that because we, we give them fast results reporting. We give them a, a great objective barometer as to what they're doing. And so they're able to adjust and um, improve as, as the indices uh, recommend. Now, those are the, the biohackers who have ordered, you know, four in, let's say, like three months. Um, <laughs> that, that, is, that is wonderful. And, 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 you know, it is still scientifically informed in the sense that the metabolism, you know, the genome doesn't really change. Your proteome is very slow to change. Your gut microbiome is, for the most part, pretty resistant to change. Your metabolome is so sensitive, so dynamic, and can change so drastically from hour to hour, depending on things you may have experienced or encountered, right? Let alone from, you know, week to week as people are adding or subtracting various components of their personalized interventions. And so for those people, yeah, it might be worthwhile to test four times in three months. For people who are using this as remote health monitoring, and I got to admit, I'm kind of like your mom. I, I, I do not <laughs> like going in for the health tests. I did end up making a product that I wanted to use, like something that is like the Amazon like model where I just like send it to my door. I boom, boom, boom. I put it in my mailbox and it just you, you, USPS picks it up and takes it away. And then I get an app and it tells me if something's happening. And if, if it is and I want to follow up, I can schedule right there. And I, I'm, I literally have, uh, have endeavored to create something that um, I myself wanted to see in the world um, because I am a little bit, I don't know, delinquent in, in addressing my own um, uh, uh, health testing needs. And so recently, you know, I've gone in for my own test and I take the Aristotle all the time. Um, but um, I, I see a world where that's going to change. And um, I, I do believe ultimately that um, – People like your, your mom uh, and, and, and um, all these people who, who want to do remote monitoring should be taking it about once a year, up to three times a year if you, if you have um, you know, family histories of, of certain conditions. Um, if you have known, let's say, occupational exposure, that may be, uh, you know, occupational exposure to certain health hazards or toxins or, or radiation in the case of iron, um, and you want to be a little bit more active about it, you may take it up to, you know, three, four times a year. But um, it is all dependent on what you are trying to monitor and how often you're changing things and how much information you want to receive. Yeah, I didn't even think about the crazy biohackers doing one every two months every time they add in two more supplements or subtract and see see what happens. That's pretty funny. I had so. someone do, uh, uh, I don't know what they did, but they did something and then they did two in one day. Um, <laughs> something in the morning and then they did a bunch of other stuff and then they took one late at night. Um, and they were in many ways appreciably different. <laughs> that ways, fast, huh? Yeah, and, and many of the indices had had remained the same, but I believe half the indices went up or down by one, um, and the disease signatures were fairly unchanged, and the recommendations we gave them uh, had changed uh, based upon uh, the AI input, and so, you know, he, that customer seemed to find meaning in it because uh, he has since ordered one more. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we're happy to do that. That's that is you know, the, the goal and the purpose of, of this very convenient direct to consumer advanced health testing service. 
Yeah, that's cool. And they're helping to play into the research, obviously, of it. And I would imagine the biohacker could have done a lot of things to shift. There's so many things we can do with the technologies, the IVs. I mean, they could have done a just a multitude of things to shift that in that manner that most people don't have access to or wouldn't wouldn't do. I mean, I was at the biohacking conference. I was like on like 10 different new supplements that were unreleased and I was on this device and the $150,000 immortal bed and then the flow presso. I'm like, I really, I don't even know what's working at this point. I've, I'm on 10 different supplements and I've been in three different biohacks in the last four hours. Yeah. So was- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, that's something that, you know, for, for us on the data end, we want to try to get as much information from our customers as possible because all those interventions could potentially be confounding noise to what we can see in the data. But um, a lot of it is up to, you know, so you're doing a biohacking for cardiovascular scores low, you might do a certain hack to increase that. You might do a certain IV therapy to increase that. If your liver score is is low, you might do something to increase that. Your gut health score, there's a certain set of interventions. And so from what I, under, from what I understood, what I was told was this person had essentially targeted you know, our recommendations were, were good and they had built off that and targeted certain other things they were going to incorporate and um, had done that and wanted to see the effects on their scores later that same day. And so, again, it must have been OK because he ordered another test. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're, we're, we're really excited. Whether your health journey is I haven't been to a doctor in years, <coughs> I'm a little overwhelmed and I'd like to do it in a convenient, comfortable manner. Or maybe your health journey is, I am well ahead of my own health. I am now back biohacking into new spaces um, and I'm optimizing and I, and I want to maximize my health span, my longevity and you know, you, you know whatever I've got left. There, we have customers on both ends of the spectrum. And the great thing about unbiased, you know, highly advanced information that we're giving is is it's applicable to both cases and it's it's highly advantageous to to anyone who has a body (laughs) and you know if you have a body this is this is a product for you and 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 hopefully you know what we are trying to do is again synthesize these disparate innovations in everything from remote sample collection to analytical chemistry to bioinformatics and and as well as technology you know app development and, and bring this together in one package to to, to help the end user and, and give them a tool that is for now reserved, you know, only for the upper echelons of academic research. Yeah, that's incredible. And I'll, I'll be interested to keep uh, in, in contact with you guys and see how the, the data shifts over time. I know we only got a few minutes left and you kind of spoke about this new um, gut testing. I know everyone uses like my Viome and people use GI map in different ways to try to, um, test for parasites or different bacteria, candida, all the, all of the things. How is your, uh, gut test going to be different and when will that be released? Yeah. So our, our gut tests, we, we, we have, um, one coming out is a long range 16 S test. We also have one that is a shotgun transcriptomics. So in the case of shotgun transcriptomic, Testing it is the most advanced testing, and we're able to get species level resolution um, on you know more than 700 entities. So that could be you know uh, bacteria, uh, various archaea, uh, uh, fungi, uh, etc. Um, and so we have we have uh, again the differences in 
quantity and quality of analysis, um, the number of features we're able to detect at um, you know level seven resolution, so the highest res- species level resolution, um, that is about four orders of magnitude greater than our closest competitor. In addition to that, we're using uh, an advanced AI engine, um, one that has a significant amount of um, research and development, academic research and development, peer-reviewed publications behind it. Uh, in addition to that, we are uh, implementing this amazing integration between every systems level test we offer. It, the gut bacteria account for so much of a smaller portion of variance than your metabolism. Uh, or your genome. And so as we build these tests, it's not so much the information we're getting from each individual tests, but the cumulative information we're getting from integrating and synergizing those results. Your bacteria have this direct relationship with the production and consumption of your metabolites. And if we have a customer that has both of their levels of data with us, then the report we're able to generate is going to be far more um, uh, personalized, far more actionable and meaningful because not only do we have um, now with our test the relative composition of various species of bacteria in your gut, but we now have a direct functional readout of their fluxes, of their metabolite fluxes, their relative consumption and production of, of known metabolites. We also have a highly multiplexed array uh, in which we have um, begun in silico, in silico to to simulate the interactions between over a thousand metabolites and 435 bacterial strains. We're able to um, uh, simulate their predicted productions and consumptions of metabolite levels, and so we're able to do uh, f- uh, r- relative flux analysis. We're able to accomplish um, co-current analysis via a software known as MMVEC, and ultimately provide you with a much more holistic snapshot of not just what's in there. Most of these tests are reporting just what's in there. They're not reporting what they do. And what we are reporting with the combination of our Aristotle and our upcoming BioMe test is here are your gut bacteria, and here's all the information associated with it in a much more complete way than anything that's out there. But we're also going to tell you not just what's there in the composition, but the functional relevance of those bacteria and what they are or are not doing. Ultimately, that's what's going to guide actionable interventions to change your health score from where it is to where you want it to be. Um, And that's not something that is currently done by any other entity. We are, at the heart of us, we are a multi-omics testing platform. And it's only by expanding to all levels of systems biology that we will be able to offer the most advanced um, snapshot of a person's molecular biology, which is ultimately, um, you know, one of the greatest determinants of health. Um, we are we are expanding that, and by offering the BioMe test um, in conjunction with the Aristotle's test, uh, we 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 completely set ourselves apart from other testing entities because we're not again just telling you what's there, what bacteria and biota are there in your gut, but what are they doing? And once we have that, we can tell you what you should do uh, to influence. Um, those metabolite microbiota interactions. Yeah, I think it makes total sense. And a lot of times, you know, circling back around to like the environmental exposures, I know that I've dealt with this is 
a lot of times the gut function is directly correlated with some of those like mercury toxicity and different environmental exposures. So I wonder if there'd be a way to kind of be look at it and be like, yeah, here's the toxicity on the metabolomics. And then also here's the gut dysfunction as well, which is basically a lot of times associated with the same environmental toxin that we're showing on the metabolomics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so we, we provide this, again, this direct functional readout, this output that shows us what is being expressed from the genome, what is being expressed and consumed from the microbiome. And by providing that layer, that metabolomics layer, which is, again, the most sensitive nearest to the phenotype, we're able to modulate differentially our recommendations for our customers based upon their specific makeup and profile of all the levels above metabolomics. And so as we build this out, um, we will start to offer a very compelling uh, health status report and, and one that we feel like is vastly greater than in, in, in every way amplitude to current testing efforts. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the <clears throat> show and explaining um, metabolomics to someone who has no understanding really of metabolomics <laughs> and is trying to just figure it out as I go. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where to find you, how to find the website, how to order a test, anything like that? Sure. If you'd like to learn more about Ethereum uh, or order a Aristotle test, uh, please visit www.therio.me. That is T-H-E-R-I-O.me. If you would like to uh, learn more about us, please um, message info at Therio.me. Again, that's T-H-E-R-I-O.me. And if you'd like to send me an email with any questions you may have, um, please uh, email me at jasby, J-A-S-B-I, at therio.me. Uh, thank you, Matt, so much for uh, having me on. Um, and I hope to stay in touch as we as we continue our journey here. Absolutely, man. We definitely will. I told Micah maybe one day I'll, you know, he's he was kind of like, you know, if you're healthy, it might not show much. So I might just grab a test at some point. And if I do, maybe we'll come back on and we'll go over the data or something. Sure. Yeah. And, and keep in mind um, the limited promotion we're running for, I think, the next two weeks, maybe one week. I don't know. Micah knows more about that is test me. So if you use test me as a code on our website, you'll receive um, $331 off. So the test will be $499. So yeah, um, I will re I'll preface this that the episode probably won't be out for a few weeks. So that code may or may not be may or may not. Know. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, don't get your hopes up. Dirty. Yeah, full price is eight hundred and thirty. I, I thank you for prefacing that. Matt. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because they're gonna be like, "Oh, I heard it on Matt's show," but I, you know, <laughs> usually they're pre-recorded. They don't come out for a few weeks, so yeah. um, we'll see. Maybe the code will work. Maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. We'll see. And, and I hope it does for everyone. And if you guys have any questions or experience any issues, again, please email us at the at the addresses I mentioned. And uh, hope people listening found this valuable and found it informative, and and maybe it could be a gateway to uh, optimizing their health journey. So, thanks so much, Matthew. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day. If you enjoy this show, would you please take a second to subscribe, rate, and review it for me? Also, if you'd like to know more information about Combo, personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, or for upcoming retreat information, which I host with my wife, please visit my website in the show notes or DM me on Instagram. My handle over there is at Integrative Matt. Until next time, my friends.